Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my signature program, I teach women how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. Welcome back to this week's Irresistible You podcast episode. Today, we are going to be talking about the concept of accepting your new normal. I hope that right now you are safe, healthy, happy as you can possibly be given the circumstances that we are all going through. And the last two episodes that I've recorded were in regards to the current situation and thinking about the things that we can control, the things we can't control, and and how to work through that when it comes to emotional eating and just the way you're thinking about everything. And I recently read this really awesome article from the Harvard Business Review, and I have linked it in the show notes to this episode. So if you go over to my website, which is irresistibleicing.com, if you go to the podcast section, you will be able to find the show notes. The The link that goes right to it is in the, in the um, description of this episode, so that's all you have to do. But anyway, I read this amazing article. It was from the Harvard Business Review, and it described the COVID-19 pandemic with the different stages of grief. And when I read this, I said, yes, this is it. Because I was having a conversation with one of my friends recently, like maybe even a few weeks ago, and we were saying how it feels like in one day almost you're going through all the different stages of grief with this with this pandemic. And just to kind of recap, in the grief cycle there's five stages depending on what you read who you read some people say five some people might say seven but in general there's five stages and there really isn't a strict timeline on grief if you've ever experienced grief in your life you know this and so some of the stages of grief are denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance and this article i'm going to just quote you some things that they said because it was just so good So they said in the article, yes, we are feeling a number of different griefs. We feel the world has changed, and it has. We know this is temporary, but it doesn't feel that way. And we realize things will be different. Just as going to the airport is forever different from how it was pre-9-11, things will change, and this is the point at which they changed. The loss of normalcy, the fear of economic toll, the loss of connection, it's hitting us and we're grieving collectively. We're not used to this kind of grief in the air. Yeah, let me, so I haven't been to a store in almost three weeks now, I think, and the last time I was at a store, it was Target, and I remember being there that day, and it was really when, I mean, obviously this had been going on, but it was when the the shit really hit the fan in the United States, when everything started to shut down, and that look on everyone's face it was terrifying everyone had this like I don't even know what to be thinking look it was the I have never seen anything like it can't fully describe it it was one of those like you just had to be there to see it but there is that collective grief that I think everyone is dealing with and we're all dealing with it in different ways and we're at different stages 
And what really hit home for me in this article is he said that, I'm actually not sure if it's a he or she, so if I'm misquoting, I apologize. But in the article, they say that we're feeling more than one kind of grief. So let me let me read this. I'm going to uh, read it verbatim for you, okay? Yes, we're also feeling anticipatory grief. Anticipatory grief is that feeling we get about what the future holds when we're uncertain. It usually centers on death. We feel it when someone gets a dire diagnosis and we have the normal thought that we'll lose a parent someday. Anticipatory grief is also more broadly imagined futures. There's a storm coming. There's something bad out there. With a virus, this kind of grief is so confusing for people. Our primitive mind knows something bad is happening, but you can't see it. And this breaks our sense of safety. We're feeling that loss of safety. I don't think we've collectively lost our sense of general safety. Individually or our smaller groups, people have felt this. But altogether, this is new. We're grieving on a micro and macro level. When I heard or read them say this term, anticipatory grief, I was like, that is it. And we talked about that in the last episode, too, about how as human beings our brain craves a level of certainty and in a lot of ways right now there's a lot of things that aren't certain based on what's happening in the world and when we're not certain about what's going to happen it spirals and brings up all these feelings and the emotional eating and just feeling like you don't have control and that's why I focus so much with you about we've got to focus in on the things that we can control because there is so much right now that feels out of control because we don't have control over it. So in the article, they next said, um, they asked the question, what can we do to manage all the grief? So I'm going to read again. Understanding the stages of grief is a start, but whenever I talk about the stages of grief, I have to remind people that the stages aren't linear, and they may not happen in that order. It's not a map, but it provides some scaffolding for this unknown world. There's denial, which we say a lot early on, this, isn't go- this virus won't affect us. There's anger, you're making me stay home and taking away my activities. There's bargaining, okay. If I social distance for two weeks, everything will be better, right? There's sadness. I don't know when this will end. And finally, there's acceptance. This is happening. I have to figure out how to proceed. So I've been talking a lot lately here on the podcast, in the Facebook group, on Instagram, about focusing on what you can control and how it's important right now to feel your feelings, and ditch the judgment about how you feel. Because that's where you get hung up, right? We have the feelings and then we judge ourselves for feeling scared, for feeling, um, you know, for, for feeling anxious, fear, whatever the feeling is that's coming up for you at any given time. We judge how we're feeling instead of just sitting in it and allowing ourselves to be there for a little while. This pandemic is a circumstance, And it's a circumstance that none of us can directly control. And what's happening right now with the shutdowns, with the lockdowns, with jobs, with people, you know, people staying home, everything that's happening right now, this is going to be our new normal for months, maybe more. 
I don't think anybody can really say for sure when exactly this is going to end. But we know for sure, at least for the next couple months, this is just our new normal. And I want to give you an empowering nugget to take away from this, is that no, you can't control the circumstance. However, you get to decide how you're going to think about it. You can control how you think about this situation, how you think about your new normal, and how you act on it. And knowing that this is just our new normal right now, this is the way the world is, and when we stop resisting that, we need to learn how to move forward and accept the new normal. But how do you do that? How do you move forward when it feels like nothing that you know is normal anymore? When everything feels uncertain, how do you move forward? And that's what we're going to really dig into today is that right now we've got to, you know, you've got to get to this place of just acceptance that this is the way things are for the moment. And so it's going to feel messy. It's going to feel imperfect. It's going to feel like the pieces just don't fit together. Because you're going to have that resistance where maybe you're still feeling denial or fear or resistance or bargaining around, well, maybe this will just change. Maybe this is not the new normal. And not accepting that life may go back to normal at some point, but for the next couple of months, it's not. This is just how it's going to be for the next few months. And while you're adjusting to your new normal, sometimes you're going to feel in control and other times you're going to feel like your world is falling apart. Accepting that that is okay, accepting that Yes, you're going to feel good one day and like shit the next day or even in the same two hours. Accepting that is part of this new normal. Accepting that every day you're not going to feel like you have it together. That is part of your new normal. Continuing to resist that you should feel one certain way, that you shouldn't be feeling a certain way. Continuing to resist that you should only feel one type of way is only going to compound the stress and the anxiety that you're already feeling because you're fighting against what is actually the new normal. The new normal is that nobody knows what the hell is going to happen. The new normal is that every day we're waking up to something new happening and changing. That is part of our new normal. And if we know that this new normal is going to be at least for a couple of months, at least, you know, we're almost in April, we're talking at least early June at this point, but we don't know that for sure. We, it, might, it might even be longer than that. We don't know that. But if we know at least for the next couple months of my life, this is just how the world is going to be. And how do I survive mentally and emotionally through this new normal so that I don't wake up on the other side and not recognize myself? How do I get through this without eating my way through everything in sight and take control of my emotions and how I'm feeling and, and how I'm acting upon this? 
So what does the new normal even look like? Let's just talk about that for a second. The new normal could look like this. Obsessing over every single news headline and opinion piece, but also wanting to strike a balance with staying informed based on just the facts. You know, one minute you might be hitting refresh, 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 refresh on your news site and having this panic mode every time you read something. But then the next minute going, I just want the facts. That's all I care about. That's normal. That's the new normal. The new normal looks like you bawling your eyes out, watching stories from survivors or family members of people that have passed away or healthcare workers on the front lines. But then also feeling warm and fuzzy when you see people coming together to create hand sanitizer in the distilleries or, you know, stitch face masks in a clothing factory. When you see people pitching in and coming together as a community to help one another, you'll have that, that conflicting feeling and it's normal. Protecting your family at all costs, keeping them indoors, not letting them go outside, not letting them see other people, but then longing inside your head for a girl's night out to just get the hell away from them and drink your, and drink your night away with your girls at the club. New normal, perfectly fine. Where you get hung up is you judging yourself and feeling guilty because you want a girl's night out in the middle of a pandemic when you start to judge yourself and say, well, that's the least of my concerns. People are dying and I'm worried about going out and getting some drinks at the bar. That's where you get hung up is in the judgment of it. You have to understand your new normal is your life is changing. Your life is changing temporarily and this is the new way that things are. And you're going to want to adapt and adjust to the new way of doing things to protect yourself, to protect your family. But you're also going to really miss how things used to be. And that's okay. You just don't want to get stuck in the judgment and the guilt and the shame about it. Because that's where the emotional eating comes in. That's where the inner fat bitch talk comes in where you're beating yourself up and, and pulling yourself apart. The new normal is sitting on the couch to zone out with Netflix watching Tiger King. Y'all, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you need to go watch it. The craziest thing I've ever seen. Anyway, that's you sitting on the couch zoning out with Tiger King, but also feeling guilty that you're not over there working through your to-do list that you thought you would get done during the quarantine. Or you're watching Netflix in the middle of the day and you're supposed to be doing a project for work. New normal. New normal. How about, how about feeling gratitude that you can still work from home? If you, if you are blessed enough in the way I am and you can run your business or do your job from home and you know how blessed you are and you're grateful, but you're also resentful because you want to break. You also want to have a break, like all the people who are bitching and complaining how bored they are in their Facebook timeline. It's okay to feel both. That's the new normal. The new normal is wanting to run screaming from the house because your kids are driving you fucking nuts. But then also having this overwhelming sense of gratitude when they're home safe, warm, and fed 
and shielded from the world outside. That's okay. Going for walks to clear your head in the sunshine by yourself. And then the next minute, you're feeling this panic wash over you when you see another human being walking down the path. How many people has that happened to? I was out for a walk around my neighborhood, and it was like the first time in my life that as I saw people that were on their front porch, they weren't even close to the sidewalks. And all of a sudden, I like my radar was going off, like, this isn't safe, this isn't safe. And we're having fear of people that we weren't afraid of a couple weeks ago. This is part of the new normal. We will adjust, we will adapt, and we're going to be okay. And it's okay to, to have those feelings. Feeling empowered that nothing is like you, that moment where you're just like, I got this, I feel empowered, this isn't taking me down, this isn't taking my family down. We're, we're doing everything we need to do. We're going to get through this. We're going to be fine. And then having the feeling of adrenaline just shooting through your heart as the panic washes over you because you start thinking about all the what ifs as you watch your children sleep at night. New normal. It's okay. What happens is you get hung up here thinking, I have no business feeling this sense of panic when I'm at home, my kids are safe, you know, we have everything that we need and other people are out here struggling. Like, you start feeling guilty because of what you have. And that guilt and shame and judgment, that is where you will get hung up and that is where you will get stuck and that is where you will feel paralyzed, that you can't move through acceptance and live your life right now. That is where you will get stuck. And listen, one day you're going to feel like doing nothing but binge eating cupcakes in front of the TV. And the next minute or the next day you realize that emotionally eating your way through the crisis isn't helping you feel better. You know, the goal is not to be perfect, to never emotionally eat. If you're not emotionally eating on some level during this crisis, then... That's fantastic, but I don't think that's the norm right now. I'm very aware, very mindful of my emotional eating, obviously. But I'm still doing it at times. But what I'm not doing is sitting around in a puddle of judgment and shame and guilt because I'm doing it. It's like, okay, this was a lot to handle. You just ate yourself three cupcakes. Let's try to change this situation and let's uh, move on with life. It's going to happen. Or how about you emotionally eat and then you feel guilty because people aren't able to get eggs at the grocery store and basic necessities. Guilt and shame that you're adding on that you don't need to add. So you have the choice of how you think about this. This is what I'm talking about. You decide how you get to think and how you get to act based on the circumstances that are happening, knowing that the circumstance, we don't control that. We control our reaction to it. All of these examples, all of this is normal. All of this is just part of your new normal right now. This is our life. This is our life right now. It is temporary. This too shall pass and things are going to get better. But right now, this is our new normal. Acceptance is 
is where your power lies. We find control and acceptance. And back in the article, they said, they said this, we find control and acceptance. I can wash my hands. I can keep a safe distance. I can learn how to work virtually. Thinking about those things, and if you haven't done so, I really think you should go back and listen to the other, the last two podcast episodes where I talked a lot about handling what you can control and not, and not focusing on what you can't. Because that's very empowering when you really focus in on, I control this. And that means you're sticking to facts, you're sticking to what's really going on and not making up these things in your head, these stories that really aren't true. And the faster you stop judging yourself, judging your thoughts and your feelings, and you accept that this is our new normal, the faster that resistance that you're feeling goes away, and the faster you can stop feeling that horrible pit of your stomach feeling and just feeling like everything's about to unravel at any given moment. When you kind of lean into it and get to the place of acceptance, you start to feel a little bit lighter. You start to feel more empowered, more in control. And again, if you think back to the stages of grief, acceptance being one of the stages, you may not be there yet. But I'm here to plant this seed in your head so that you understand this is where you should be aiming for. This is the goal that you should be striving for. And you may not be in acceptance yet, and that's okay too, because we're all grieving through this process. We're grieving because we don't know what's coming. We're grieving because things that we were used to are no longer. And unfortunately, some of you might be grieving the loss of people and my heart goes out to you and my heart breaks for you if that's the case. You know, that's that's a reality of this new normal that we're living in. And so all you can do is redirect your thoughts, reframe how you're thinking about things, focus on what you can control. And all you can do in that respect is what you can do because if you focus on how bad it is, the death toll numbers, the lack of PPE, all the things that are happening, you can't control that. And when you're so wrapped up in that, that's where the frustration, the anger, it all, and, and it's fine to feel the anger, but if you're just focused on those things, you can't. You can't steer your own ship. You can't be the rock in your own family that people are going to look up to. So let's focus in on what we can control. Let's focus on trying to get to the place of accepting that this is our new normal. And again, if you go into the show notes on my website, they're also linked up in the description. I have a link to that article that I described. And I think if you have a moment, it's really helpful to go and read that because that for me just really, um, it was just very helpful to see and have a name for something. And it's grief. What we're feeling is grief. And we're going through all the stages of grief at any given point on any given day with everything that's happening right now. But we will get through this. Keep doing what you're doing to take care of yourself, to take care of your families, to keep your, you know, we have to keep our physical health as as healthy as possible, obviously, but we don't want to also forget about our emotional and mental health in this process as well, because we need that. 
We, we have to be healthy mentally and emotionally to get through a situation like this. And the way we're feeling mentally and emotionally does have an effect on our physical health, our immunity, the way that we handle stress. So head on over to the show notes, check that out. Meet me in the Facebook discussion group. We'll be chatting about this episode and much more. I hope this was helpful. I hope you were doing okay. I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay irresistible.